Tonight, playoffs. Round three, game five. Celtics, heat. Welcome to Garden Party with Owen and Mark. I'm Mark, and this is Owen. And we're two lifelong Celtics fans living in L.A. For the rest of the season, we'll be posting recaps, breaking down box scores, and keeping you up to date with who's streaking, who's slumping, and who's coming in clutch. Look for new pods after every game. Yeah, I think just um, that poise, uh, you know, the trust in each other, the connectivity, I think just throughout a game, regardless of how the game was going, those, that stuff never waned. And so, you know, listen, like when the stakes are really high and, and you're trying to achieve what we're trying to achieve, it's easy to lose those things, uh, you know, because the guys are playing as hard as they can. And so I just thought regardless of the result, the guys are stuck together. You have to give them credit. I mean, that's that's who they've been all season long. Uh, so it takes extraordinary efforts and, and focus and, and a commitment, you know, to uh, be in the right spot and to get them off the line, but also make those second, third, fourth, fifth efforts, whatever's necessary uh, to get it done. All right, we're back for game five. That was just the coaches talking about execution. Both of them are basically saying the same thing. From last game, Joe was talking about how uh, his guys were uh, uh, paying attention to detail, and Spo was talking about how they needed to. Big Al, what T-shirt you got on? You've got it. Whose car are we going to take? I got a brand new shirt today. Just came in the mail yesterday. (laughs) To be honest, there's supposed to be a couple of shirts heading your way. Oh, Uh, my mailman, is he must have taken them. Yeah, I got the exact same shirt. Courtesy of Joe Missoula. Incredible. That, that uh, Missoula wore on the press conference. Whose car are we going to take? So I'm bringing the new shirt in. I love it. Oh, it's too good. It looks great on you. Uh, first of <laughs> all, I just want to tell you that. Um, and uh, tonight needs to be a whose car are we going to take uh, day for sure. We have game sure. five back against the wall for the second time in a row. Unfortunately, Charles Barkley gave the guarantee on oh. the Celtics tonight. So that's uh, unfortunate. We're finally going to have to break that curse. Mm-hmm. Um, but most importantly, Gabe Vincent's out. What do you think about that news? Oh, that's huge news. I mean, for sure, that is huge news. That's right. Now, uh, hopefully the Celtics don't look at that and say, oh, this is going to be like a cakewalk. They didn't even have Gabe Vincent. Right. Well, that's um, you know that's the big flaw with this team, right? They sort of yep. feel like they could maybe they don't need to work that hard, and they choose not to. They're a little bit like a teenager. They're a little bit like Owen Strand, who I guess doesn't need to show up to the pregames anymore. Right now, he, oh, he, yeah, exactly. Uh, he, he's he's so big time. He just does the he just does <laughs> post pod. Doesn't even do pre pod anymore. Doesn't even do the pre pods. He's once again at a swim workout, and he's getting a ride home. He says, "I don't know when that means he'll be here." Um, it's not like we have a million garden parties left. <laughs> I know that's a good point. This could be the final. How dare we say it? Um, and oh, the door just closed. Owen, it's Owen. Hey! He's here. He's made it for the. He's made it for the pre-pod. That's such a good sign. Owen, did you hear about Gabe Vincent? He's out, right? Yeah. Any thoughts about that? I mean, it's one of their starters out. He's been playing very well this series. But it doesn't. I don't. How they really matters? Because Tyler Hero went down. They didn't really. They didn't really take. Uh, take anything. Uh, what it really means is uh, Duncan Robinson's going to get a little more playing time. So it's Gabe Struess, Caleb Martin, and Duncan Robinson. It's just one less person to worry about. And Gabe Vincent had a great couple of games in the last few games. Al, what were you going to say? It can't be that the Celtics play in the conference finals and lose every home game. I mean, I just find that to be unacceptable. Yep. So they have to win at least one. 
Okay, right. they have to win one home game in this series. Actually, I mean, they need to leave. They, they need to win I mean, two. I know. I mean, I hope they win two, but at a minimum, again, just for like pride and dignity's sake, and for right. the sake of like Boston's mental sanity, they need to win one. They need yep. to. Well, that's what I was saying the other game, which is like, yeah, that's great to win the sort of uh, fourth game, come back home. But they got to win this home game for them to have any credit as a fighting team with the, this fan base. So that's what I'm looking for. Starting everything with defense like they did last game and great crisp passing and reducing turnovers. If we do that, everything else will come our way. Al, what are you looking for? I mean, I'm, what I'm looking for is Tatum to start quickly. Yep. I'm looking for Jalen not to turn the ball over. I'm looking for Smart to facilitate and not take a thousand shots. And I'm hoping that Brogdon and uh and also I guess um Jalen play well. I mean I just, well, if that happens, if any you know, two three or five, I'll take. Well Brogdon's hurt too, right? He has the torn something. No, he's yeah. not out tonight. Well nope. no, but he is a he's been playing yeah. hurt. Yeah, yeah, he's a little was... he's a little thing. All right, Owen, what would you like to see tonight? Yeah, just same intensity. Uh, just remember how to play basketball. It seemed like that was the biggest thing that we had in Game Five. Was yep. we remember that we were the more talented and better team. Sure. All right, Owen, what do you say? Win, lose. What's going to happen tonight? I really want to say win. I'm like my my. I think that that's probably like deep down. I think we're going to win. But I just I'm trying not to get my hopes up. I'm trying not to like. I get it. I get it. You got to protect those emotions. I feel you, Al. What about you? So I'm taking that as a win for Bowen. What do you? What about you, Al? I think they're going to win because I don't think it's going to be a close game. If it's a close game, I'm going to be absolutely terrified that we're going to lose. Yeah, yeah. I'm calling win. I'm super optimistic as always. Uh, I say they're going to win this game, and when they win this game, everything's going to change. I know Wait. that all of talk radio has been talking about that, but I'm telling. What did you. Charles Barkley say? Oh, he says it's going to be a blowout, didn't he? He said they're going to easily win this game, but then just now they sort of pressed him on it, and he gave them the guarantee. Mm. Oh, is that Joe Mazzula uh, calling? Does he Joe want to talk Mazzula, about a he, he, he wants, wants to talk quick, about quick tips? All right, <laughs> exactly. Well, you better take that call. All right, All right. so are you guys ready to watch the game? Uh, couldn't be more ready. Let's go. All right, we're back, and the Celtics won 110 to 97, but that's not even a big enough discrepancy to represent what happened in this game. This was a like a wire-to-wire blowout. The Celtics' intensity was up. Jimmy, uh, Jason Tatum got them started in the first quarter, uh, and uh, they were rolling, and it just kept going. We were, like, terrified for the first half. that it, We were like, okay, 10. 10's not enough. Okay, let's get it to 15. Okay, not enough. Let's get it to 19. We couldn't really break into the 20s, and then we finally broke into the 20s. Um, and then, uh, and then, they, uh, then they sat their starters, and it was done. Um, well, oh, we, we really uh, tried to lose the game after we sat our starters, but... Well, yeah, we we had it. We had a when we put in the um, uh, the replacement players. Uh, Champagne had tw- two minutes. Luke Cornett had three. Sam Hauser had three. Peyton Pritchard had four. Uh, that that was some dark times. They couldn't hit a shot to save their lives. Um, but uh, but Owen, in general, how are you feeling about that game? What did you? What? How did it go? Very very cautiously optimistic. Wow, uh, it went so well. Um, our guys played with great intensity. Yep. We we really found like 
our defense against the Heat now is like unlocked. Like we we found out, we figured out how to guard them. Yeah, yeah, really aggressive. Even against the zone, which we're not totally great at, we scoring still have against, problems. Yeah. We're at least manageable. Yeah. We're able to. We're really attacking very well, and just our shooting has just came back around to what we were. And I'm starting to believe that we're the number one offense. Yeah. <laughs> so tonight the Celtics shot 41% from three, which is uh, which is that number that we've been looking for. Al just texted me a number. What was it, Al? 32 and two. 38. 38 and two when the Celtics shoot 40 over 40% from three. But the Heat also shot 39.1%. They shot 51% from the field. We shot 50% from the field. So both teams had a good shooting night. Um, we were just – our intensity was just way up. We got up 39 shots They only got uh, from three. They got 23 up. Um, we looked great. They had, like we said, 16 turnovers. Uh, and we had four starters with over 20 points each. That was the key. Incredible. Jalen Brown uh, – Shot 50% from the field and 60% from three. Jason Tatum shot 50% from the field, only 17% from three. But he got us started, like I said. He was having a little bit of a struggle uh, shooting for the three after the first, I guess, the first half. Um, Al Horford, 43% from the field, 0 for 3 from 3, but he had 11 rebounds. He was a monster in there. He was awesome. His energy was infectious. Mm. But the player of the game... Derek White, white hot, 72% from the field, 8 for 11, 6 for 8 from 3, 75%. The guy was going nuts. Oh, by the way, Jalen Brown, zero free throw attempts tonight uh, and only 6 for Tatum. But it didn't really matter because we were rolling. And then Grant Williams played good defense, uh, 25% from the field, 25% from 3. He only took threes. Took one. He got one for four. Um, Celtics look great. Al, what do you think? I'm going to ask you a question. Is gonna... 2023 the year of the zombie Celtics? I think it is. That's right. For They're coming sure. out of the grave. They are. Series after series. The zombie heat are no more. <laughs> this is the year of the zombie Celtics. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only thing I would add is um, I thought Missoula did another good job of like calling timeouts whenever Miami showed a little glimpse of anything. I totally I, agree. I thought Missoula played uh, uh, coached really, really well tonight. Yeah, I like. I think I, you know, with like thirty seconds to go in the, was it the first quarter? He calls a yep. timeout. Yeah, that wasn't the first, yep. but yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe it was, was the like maybe it was the second quarter. Yeah, but it was it was it was you were like wait a minute, but we're not going to wait this out. But we didn't want it. We also just don't want them to get a little run at the end of a quarter and mm -hmm. and put a little bit of something together. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, we did not let them have their like huge run, which they used to kind of come back in these games. And part of it was like Missoula calling a couple of good timeouts, I thought. So yeah. I was really encouraged by that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the 20, so Derek White, 24, Marcus Smart, 23, Jason and Jalen both had 21. And on the flip side, there wasn't one player over 20 in Miami. I will say, I thought. I thought um, Duncan Robinson had a great game. Uh, he actually had a, a plus seven, plus or minus. He had nine assists. Um, he had uh, four rebounds. He shot 70% from the field. He was driving well. He was he played a great game. And then out of nowhere, Haywood Highsmith, uh, yeah. 15 points. He is, he, they, exactly. Like they get these guys to come off the bench. <laughs> if we don't have Gabe Vincent, we got this guy Haywood Highsmith, and he's really good. 
Uh, strong. It looks like he's going to play a little bit more. Cody Zeller uh, actually irritated me. He had four points, yeah, um, but he miss. he was he was killer. And then um, Caleb Martin uh, sort of hyperextended his knee. He looked like he was okay, but there's you know you never know. You go home, you sit down, maybe that thing blows up. Yeah, like Gabe Vincent. Exactly. And Gabe, they say Gabe's going to be back for six. I'm sure he will. It's going to be hot down there. It's going to be loud. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually uh, no Miami fans might not be. You know, Miami fans are the worst. They're not the worst. The Laker fans are the worst, but Miami fans are not uh, are not are not great fans. By At the least way, the Laker fans like they get up for their team. They'll cheer for the team. Miami fans are just not in the stands the whole time. No, apparently I didn't know this, but I just found out I was playing with playing golf with somebody who uh, has been down there, and he said that there are bars. So actually, like under not directly under the floor, but underneath the um, the grandstands, there's like there's like some bars down there, and so all of like the front sections go down to these bars during like halftime and stuff, and that's why there's no one ever in the stands at the beginning of the third quarter. Um, any other standout or surprising things out of uh, out of Miami? I felt like Jimmy Butler was pretty quiet and uh, contained tonight. I thought Derek White did a terrific job on him, mm-hmm. um, and then there was that great block by Rob. Oh, on the three. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was great. great. That was killer. I mean, I was shocked that, you know, Bam and Butler, like, didn't play in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They, Bam started to kind of early. heat up. Yeah. Bam started to heat up in the uh, end of that third quarter. I got a little bit nervous and just never really amounted to anything. Yeah. But Marcus Struce, Smart. I don't think Struce played either. Like, Spolster, like, conceded that game and said, hey, let's, like, concern for, six, for game six. I mean, yeah, I think he didn't want to hurt anybody. He wanted to make sure that they were going to be um, ready. Marcus Smart had some great plays, too, defensively. Oh, absolutely. And just grabbing rebounds so aggressively was huge. It was a monster Marcus Smart game. His He had five steals. Five. How many threes wow. did he have? Uh, Marcus Smart had, let's take a look. Marcus Smart had four for six. Um, every single one of his threes I hated coming off his hands. Oh my god, <laughs> so brutal! No, so, no, no, yes, every time, every time with that guy. Uh, Derek White though, his threes were so huge money. Oh, the first quarter was maybe the best quarter we've seen all year. Celtics outscored the Heat fifteen by fifteen points in the first quarter. It was really, really good. Yeah. Just but then they kept it going. They they uh they only won by two in the second quarter. So we went into the halftime with a seventeen point lead. It was it was pushing twenty, and then they sort of uh, fittered away a few points at the end of the first half. Then they came out with a twenty nine to twenty eight point uh, third quarter, still pushing the lead, still holding their ground. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they conceded five points to the Heat, probably in garbage time in the fourth. So just really great game all around. Uh, so now the question is, they've got two. They've got their self-respect back. They've got the fans on their side. They're going down to Miami. Do they feel still the heat? Do they still feel the back against the walls? I think they do. I think more than anything, I think they got their mojo back. I think they know they're the better team. I think they got some swagger going on, and they're going to go down there, and they, they're they not going to be – I think they're going to come out with the same intensity. And we broke Barkley. the Charles Barkley curse. What did he say? Oh, yeah. First of all, yeah, we should say we broke the curse. Excellent. Um but Barkley said, hey, if the Celtics play well, Miami can't beat them. And I kind of agree with that. Like, if the oh, Celtics for sure. shoot from three, 40% or above, I do not think Miami can stick with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're right because they shoot so many of them, and they're the better team. Like, you know, that, they, I think they were sort of saying, like, if they both even play their best game, yeah. the, the Celtics should win. 
Uh, the Celtics are losing the games when they're not playing their best games. I have one other stat that Owen and I think is very meaningful. Should we reveal it, Owen, or should we hold it and just see if it continues to be the case throughout the rest of the series? I think we should. We should reveal it. It's the tip. Who's won the tip every single game? Every single time, whoever wins the tip loses the game. Yep. Ooh. And Al Horford, this time, didn't even jump. <laughs> so he knows the trick. He knows. Are you Tomorrow, are you going to go buy 7,000 wings for Saturday, or what, what are you thinking? I don't know. I mean, the wings didn't help when I, no. when I broke them out early. On game three. Maybe, maybe it was destined to be a, a 3-0 comeback. Maybe you got to bring them out tonight, though. All right. Well, listen. Listen. I'll tell you this: they're delicious. So I may as well. I mean, I'm happy to make them. All the mojo has to be right for Game Six. So you know, whatever you think is best. Yeah, we need we need to get that going. Every superstitious boost we can get. So Al, what are you doing, dude? I you know I have to have like an hour seance. Uh huh. Do that. You know. Then I have to pray to the Celtic gods. Yeah. Then I have to watch at least like. (laughs) Well, you have to watch the town. What's that? You gotta watch the town at least twice. Gotta watch the town. Maybe even watch Apocalypse Now. That's right. And then, you know, probably do it. I mean, I have to think I end with a little bit like a, my new jujitsu routine. Phenomenal. I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they can't see it, but I'm doing it. But they my can jiu-jitsu. feel it. He's doing his jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fantastic. All right. So the next game, Saturday at 7 30. Owen, what's going to happen in game six? I'm like, it's taking all my willpower to not get so optimistic right, about this. Right, I love it. I love that you're being cautious. And you know what? I prefer that because you've been cautious on the last two, and we were able to take those home. Al, what do you think's going to happen? I'm throwing all my rationality aside. I'm done with being <laughs> rational and like thinking it. about the stats and all that stuff. I'm thinking the fucking Celtics. That's right. That's right. You want to know why? We're coming back home. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, because I'm calling fucking, game seven. We're a wagon. And you know what wagons do? They fucking win. <laughs> the winning wagon? What is that? Did you just make that up? <laughs> We're a wagon now. We're fucking right. wagon. We got the wagon. Nobody's fucking stopping us. No way. Great pod because it was a great game. I'm really excited about the next one. Uh, and we'll see you all in a couple days. Anyone want to say goodbye? I think we have to close with now bow to your sensei. Feel your energy flowing through your body. (laughs) And then strike!